Hello and welcome to the American Dry Cleaner podcast. I'm your host, Tim Burke, the editor of American Dry Cleaner. Since 1934, American Dry Cleaner magazine has been lending a helping hand and a cheering smile to every cleaner, and we continue to do that today. I've been the American Dry Cleaner editor for the past two years, and I'm in my 36th year in publishing. Today, we'll be talking about the American Dry Cleaner Plant Design Awards. Joining me by phone from Raleigh, North Carolina, is Bob Hilker, co-owner with his twin brother, Tom, of Brothers Cleaners. And they are the winners of the 57th Annual American Dry Cleaner Plant Design Awards. Bob, thank you very much for speaking with us today, and welcome to the podcast. Well, hello. Yes, thank you very much. So, Bob, let's get started the American Dry Cleaner Awards for Plant Design Award has been around since 1961. And uh, I know I've chatted with you. You've been working in dry cleaning since age 10 and been reading American Dry Cleaner for 50 years, you told me. So uh, old hand in dry cleaning and you know uh, the industry very well. But two years ago in November 2015, something happened to your plant. Take listeners, if you would, back to that day of your dry cleaning plant fire and share with us what happened specifically and, and share some of the emotions you felt that day. Okay, Tim, well, I appreciate that. Um, this happened on, uh, well, November the 8th, uh, 2015, and uh, it was on a Friday afternoon. I was uh, away at lunch, and I got a call from one of the route drivers that said, uh, we've got a fire. And I said, ooh, wow, how bad is it? At that point, he said, well, Bob, it's pretty bad. And um, it's in the conveyors, up under the conveyors. And at that point, I knew we were in big trouble. So he, I said, well, is everybody okay to get out of there? He said, yep, everybody's out of here, and uh, it's really not much we can do now. And by the time I got there, the fire department was there, and there was literally 75 firemen trying to get this fire out. And uh, at that point, it was just a uh, smoke billowing out of the windows, there was not a whole lot we could do. Just sit there and, and watch it. At that point, um, you know, some employees were outside and they were all upset. And of course I was upset. And, uh, you know, we sat there and, uh, we were there until, you know, until it was dark at that point, it was like, uh, well, nothing we can do, go home, try to collect your thoughts and decide where we're going to go from here. The next morning, um, I met with five key people, my brother, my son, general manager, and CFO, and said, what do you guys think? You know, that was our 99th year in business. We were sitting there, and so I was 63 years old. I'm 65 now. Um, do we rebuild? Do we stop now and say it was a great ride or, or what? We have like 85 employees to be thinking about and uh, moving forward um, right away. Everybody said we can do it. I had my doubts, really concerned it would be a, a monumental task, but uh, they said we got it, we can do this. So at that point, we, um, we called all our employees. They came back the following day, a Sunday. We all sat out in the parking lot, a cold day, and... Uh, all of them were tearing up and didn't know what to expect, what their future was going to be. And we said, hey, guys, we got this. Don't worry about it. We're going to rebuild. We're going to keep each one of you employed every day. We're going to pay you until we can find a place to work. And um, and we're going to be back. 
at that point, you know, that was a lot of relief on a lot of families. And so um, from that point, we started uh, started a two-year journey. Wow, that's amazing, Bob. Let me ask you, uh, going forward from that day, who helped you? Who, who came and uh, helped you out? You know, I'm sure you faced challenges. Maybe explain to our uh, listeners what sorts of surprises you encountered along the way during this two-year rebuild. Well, the following day on a Monday, I uh, met with my uh, – let me back up a minute. We had uh, four months prior, I had redone my insurance. I had been with a company for 20-some years. I went to another company to shop and look around and see how it was covered, only to find out that he said, you don't have this. You need this. This is a big deal. So I got very, very well covered with a new company, only for them to have to deal with this huge, huge loss. But the biggest thing, when I went in Monday morning to look over to make sure that we could do this, I was covered. I had unlimited everywhere, and that's one of the biggest things that we were able to, uh, you know, uh, feel comfortable about doing. And then, of course, um, as far as, uh, you know, all of our employees working 60, 80 hours a week, we had um, the biggest challenge at that point was where we're going to produce these clothes. How can, how can we get them out? We had a, a dry store that we were able to had about 3,000 square feet. We were able to set up a, an assembly area there. And then uh, we went to about 11 different cleaners in the Triangle area in Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill. And they, with our employees, helped us get these clothes out after hours, on weekends, nights, crazy times. They were thrilled to, to help us and, of course, have the extra income from the insurance company paying, helping us pay that. And from that point on, then we have to go and try to find a facility that we can operate for the long run. So we're trying to find somewhere that has enough gas, has enough power, electricity, and has water. And we went from all over the town trying to find somewhere that could accommodate us and couldn't hardly find anything for about a month. And then we finally found a, um, a guy that had a dry cleaners that was doing hardly anything in it, but it was a cleaners he had bought that had all that it was a big plant so we had we had uh in the meantime we we're ordering dry cleaning machines and shirt presses and and dry cleaning presses and everything to be flown into us from all over the country and we get that equipment and we go into that main plant and set up an entirely a new plant of our own with new equipment and work out of that for about a year and a half and then all that equipment has to be moved back into the new plant. So we had to set up two full plants to make everything work. Wow, that's that's amazing, Bob, amazing story. I know it was about two years almost to the day you had mentioned that you finally opened your new store. But tell me, uh, what did it feel like to get the call and know that you your business had won the 2018 American Dry Cleaner Plant Design Award Grand Prize? Well, like you had mentioned earlier, I have been reading the dry cleaner for 50 years, and I, every year, every I think most guys look and see who's doing what and how they did it, and it's it's a big accomplishment for anybody and for us to have gone through um, all that work. It's a great pat on the back, and um, my general manager, who really really worked hard in plant design layouts with our equipment guy, that was gratitude for him too. 
so yeah, it, it, it was really a, uh, a nice thing to happen at the end of the, pretty much at the end of the road. But um, yeah, we appreciate that a lot. You mentioned, I know it's such a journey that you were on rebuilding from the that first decision to uh, to do it in the parking lot, sitting there and deciding you're going to go forward and do it. Bob, please share with our listeners what you learned from all that you've been through. Well, it's, you know, being a very, very stressful endeavor, you know, our employees had to go through a lot. Uh, some of them working, you know, just crazy hours. It was tough on their families. I had one, my CFO said it was harder than the two divorces she went through, which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> you know, the big, the biggest thing that, um, that came out of this was, uh, insurance. Insurance is everything. We couldn't have rebuilt without that. We couldn't have rebuilt without our local, you know, cleaners helping us out without our equipment people helping us out with, uh, you know, suppliers helping us out. I mean, um, it was, it was a big deal to, for everybody to just uh, come to our aid and send stuff faster to work harder to, you know, basically jump higher, run faster yeah, kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. I know you mentioned it just in talking with me privately, uh, that you also had switched data to the cloud. I think you mentioned, just talk for a second about how vital that wound up being that you had made that switch. Well, we, we burned a thousand customers close. If you can imagine that we had to set up and I had hired three people just to sit there and answer our phones trying to uh, settle claims with people. So knowing exactly Mr. Jones had three shirts and one suit, rather than him coming in and saying something different, was a big deal. Were you able to tell how old they were, what the kind of shirts they were, what kind of suit they were? Was it a, a $200 suit? Was it a $2,000 suit? Most people were honest, but some people were, um, it didn't matter what you paid them, full price, whatever. They were mad that you had burned their clothes up. Now I got to go shop for something else. I mean, you dry cleaners know that some people, if you lose something, they're angry at you, even if you pay them full price. Well, we had a thousand of those. We had everything from wedding gowns to rugs to, I mean, you can imagine everything in your store was gone. Everything. There was not one thing salvageable. So yeah, it, it was, um, it was very frustrating. What advice would you give to dry cleaning owners listening right now? The biggest advice, two things, and think about this pretty hard, uh, lint and dust. We thought our plant was pretty clean, but uh, a light bulb being changed hit a tiny bit of dust, and it went up and caught the poly under the conveyors, and the rest of it, we had three people with fire extinguishers, and they couldn't even touch it. So dust in the ceilings, lint anywhere is a huge thing. needs to probably be, I would suggest anybody, every two months, to clean your, your dust and lint up. And the other thing is just every two years, um, get with your insurance agent and uh, make sure you're covered with unlimited policies. That's Bailey's, that's um, your employees, whether it be salary or, and then replacement costs on your building. That, I may, may cost you a little more, but in the event of something like this, it'll it'll cover you well. Yeah, two two great tips to remind everybody could you tell us a ballpark? What was the cost to do this rebuild? Uh, well, that could be money, time, probably, you know, emotion. Well, I would say the money is pushing ten million dollars. The uh, the time, of course, is uh, it's just 
uh, a hard toll on everybody. But what's pretty wild is after the, these two years, everybody's getting back to normal. Everybody is happy again. Our, it's taken two years to get our sales back. So um, we, everybody feels real good about that. We're getting back to normal. Very good. Um, did I know you mentioned everybody was safe. That was the first thing on your mind. Did you have any sort of escape plan? Is that something you ever had any sort of thought about or contingency? Well, yeah, you know, the fire marshal in North Carolina is real strict. We um, we had a uh, on all walls. There's you know a fire escape plan, but the back of our uh, production plant is square, and there's a lot of doors, and there's, there's not any halls or anything that you've got to navigate. Uh, we do have some offices, you know, for for accounting and stuff like that. But it's really, it was a simple thing, you know. When a fire starts small, um, it's really easy to get out of this particular building. But uh, so that really wasn't an issue at all. I see. Um, last thing, just tell readers maybe how key was it to enter the Plant Design Awards and and win it? Just from the standpoint of maybe helping you sort of made you stop and think, wow, look at all that we've really been through. I'm sure you knew that already, but how important was it? Maybe kind of like a closure type of thing. Well, that's a good way to put it, Tim. It, it was the kind of a closure thing. And like I said earlier, a nice pat on the back. We, I had seen those awards over the years and we had built several plants over the years. Uh, we had three individual plants that we built and then we consolidated that to a central plant about 20 years ago. And each time I thought about, about doing that, but you know, I didn't know whether you know, our plant would, would meet the criteria, would be worth doing, uh, would be recognized. So, but the size of this operation, uh, with all new equipment, I mean, you know, every plant in America has old equipment in it. This one has 100% new stuff because everything was a total loss. And that was pretty unique. So to win that was a, a great reward for us and um, for, like you said, our accomplishment and our, our hard, hard two-year of uh, a rebuild. Well, that was Bob Hilker, co-owner with his twin brother, Tom, of Brothers Cleaners, Raleigh, North Carolina, winner of the 2018 American Dry Cleaner Plant Design Award Grand Prize. And Bob, thank you so much for your time today, sharing your thoughts and views with us. Congratulations on the win, and thank you for being here with us on the American Dry Cleaner Podcast. Thank you, Tim. Happy New Year. The American Dry Cleaner Podcast is a production of American Trade Magazine's LLC Chicago. For more information about future podcasts and to get the latest Fabricare industry news, visit our website at americandrycleaner.com or make sure to read our weekly e-news blast called The Wire. Also, be sure to visit American Dry Cleaner on Facebook and make sure to like us. And also follow us on Twitter to stay informed about these podcasts, along with news and information from around the industry. The royalty-free music used on this podcast is from Alvaro Angeloro called Brand New Day and can be found at hooksounds.com. Thank you for being with us today on the American Dry Cleaner Podcast. This has been your host, Tim Burke, and I look forward to being with you again very soon.